a special topic today and a special guest with us. Our topic today is safety in 2050. We're going to be talking about jetpacks, AI, and other scary predictions. We're trying to imagine the future of safety from teleportation accidents to rogue robots. How is artificial intelligence going to change everything in EHS? And I've got a special guest with us who's going to talk about AI because that's his bread and butter. That's what he's good at. So welcome, Noel. Noel, are you with us? Yes, yes, I am. All right. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Give us a little bit of your background. Yeah, so my background is actually in mechanical engineering. I'm a Case Western Reserve University graduate, Mm -hmm. and uh, I've been fortunate uh, to be exposed to uh, a variety of industries um, within my career, uh, including AI as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, More recently, I um, uh, developed a community um, surrounding uh, generative AI, uh, developing uh, solutions for small businesses, entrepreneurs. What do you you mean by community? Can you... Elaborate on that a little bit more. Yeah, so um, I actually uh, wrote a book earlier this year, uh, exposing people to ChatGPT and, of course, um, the effective use cases, um, Mm -hmm. prompt engineering more specifically, uh, teaching people how to prompt, um, applying tones, Mm -hmm. and uh, applying the appropriate uh, personas and fine tuning to really get the best out of their prompts. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. So that that community uh, grew as we. Um, delved in a little deeper into how we could uh, leverage the tool to provide uh, opportunities um, for uh, new businesses, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and even side hustles and even uh, passive income strategies. Hey, who doesn't like a good side hustle? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you have, a, you have a lot of experience in manufacturing as well, right? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, so I have, I come with about 12 years. Uh, of experience in manufacturing, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I've been uh, grateful. I've really crossed uh, the scope of uh, a couple different functions, including process engineering, uh, quality engineering more specifically, uh, okay. but also design engineering as well. Oh, cool. So quality and safety tend to work hand in hand. Thank and you. since you have such a strong background in AI and leading this revolution, how might artificial intelligence redefine the roles of safety professionals, especially in the American workspace? Yeah, you, you know, um, I, I think a lot of people are, are worried about uh, the, uh, you know, the impact of AI on, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know job, job replacement and and uh, or shifting of responsibilities. But really, I think it, it'll add value um, to their uh, job function. You know, in fact, I think um, specifically in the areas of uh, predictive analysis. Okay. Right? You okay. know, I, I think it could really like augment, uh, you know, human work and uh, look at uh, the routine tasks, right? Uh, to make sure that um, the effective decisions and strategies are being implemented uh, okay. for uh, a safety, a safe workplace and, and get rid of things like fatigue or distraction um, that is typically overlooked in most settings. So you don't, you don't think this is a, a case of um, job replacement so much as job transformation? Like maybe it might enhance the responsibilities or even make it um, easier for a safety professional to effectively do their job. Yeah, no, I, I think it's actually, if anything, liberating. Um, so I, I think okay. it, it rid of a lot of the mundane tasks okay. and also um, uh, applies more focus on the things that most human beings would overlook. Right. Oh, OK. And and, and empowers uh, uh, safety professionals and even uh, uh, quality engineers, uh, such as myself, uh, to really um, drive into 
uh, a broader scope of uh, responsibilities and actionable items uh, to make uh, a much greater impact within their uh, field of and scope of work, you know. That, that makes sense. I mean, there's a lot of admin stuff and safety, just like any other, you know, support role, quality, HR, that if we had a robot who can do all of this or, or a program, um, mm -hmm. you know, it would allow us to be more engaged with the employees, which in turn Absolutely. would help probably with the safety culture and, you know, the, the I guess, happiness of the employees in general. What do you Absolutely. think? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Yep. So my next question is, with mm -hmm. artificial intelligence becoming increasingly integrated in our work processes, what new safety measures might we need to consider to protect American workers? Yeah, well, first we need to make sure that we're applying the necessary um, ethical limits to ensure that AI itself is mm -hmm. both safe and reliable, right? Okay. Um, so we, this involves uh, making sure that we're uh, we come up with a testing and validation strategy before any deployment right? okay and we put um the necessary infrastructure in place to uh apply some continual monitoring of ai systems right? so it sounds like you're approaching this more so from how it's going to impact or improve manufacturing but mm -hmm. i guess with any system you know you take a prescription pill there are side effects right so um, as we start automating or maybe relying on artificial intelligence to improve our manufacturing and processes and the equipment that we use, you're saying that maybe it might create new hazards. So we may have to start considering hazards in a different way. Is that what I'm absolutely. hearing here? Absolutely, absolutely. And and we need to be able to, to uh, intervene or shut down systems if it becomes, um, you know, if, if things get a little out of hand or, or mm -hmm. the behaviors become uh, unexpected. Okay, that's fair. Right now we tend to try to blame or look at the process. We don't want to blame the person. You know, I've always mm -hmm. heard look at the process not the people right Absolutely. blame the process not the people so it sounds like this might sort of introduce a third element here where mm -hmm. we're not just looking at the process but i'm not even sure what we would call it right well i don't know what we would call it at this point but i think you know it, it looks like we'll have a third dimension that we'll have to consider and i have to even imagine that as we look at all these things and how ai might transform the landscape what about mm -hmm. training you know, like what role does AI play in, play in equipping today's American workforce with the skills needed for tomorrow's safety challenges or tomorrow's jobs? Do you think training is going to change? How much? How so? Uh, absolutely. I, I think you know, there's definitely going to be a lot of a lot more interaction between AI systems okay. uh, and, and human beings, right? And mm -hmm. uh, within the scope of training, there needs to be a very clear communication uh, and understanding of these interactions. Okay. Uh, in order to train employees effectively and uh, use and you know interact with um, uh, ensure that any interactions with AI are mm -hmm. uh, applied in a focused and strategic approach. Right? Okay, um, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So and you say that we we have okay. to look at the good and the bad. Yes, it's going to change how manufacturing goes. Yes, mm -hmm. it may even change or expand upon how safety goes, how we approach EHS. And maybe even mm -hmm. ESG, but you're also saying that it can also help us with our training mechanisms, right? Gamification Absolutely. and all that kind of stuff, AR, mm -hmm. artificial uh, reality, augmented reality. Um, all those things are tied into AI, are they not? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And we, and we can start looking at more uh, focused um, approaches to training. 
right? Mm -hmm. uh, people have different learning styles. Mm -hmm. um, people come with, uh, are, are, are equipped with um, different, um, you know, opportunities um, mm -hmm. to, to apply more focused learning. People come with learning disabilities, right? Oh. Um, this, is an, this is an opportunity to empower uh, people from uh, different frames of uh, learning and development and providing a more tailored uh, approach to so, uh, addressing mm -hmm. that use case, yeah. So it's almost like right now trainings either done, you know, online, um, maybe some sort of an online platform, self-paced or in person, mm -hmm. right? Where you have to, especially for adult learning, you have to engage the people. But, you know, you, exactly. you bring a good point into this. Everyone learns differently. And I guess mm -hmm. what comes to my mind is if there were some sort of an AI system that can identify what I need and say, you know what, he's more of a visual learner than an auditory learner. Let exactly. me turn up the visual training or visual cues more to keep his attention. You know what, he's more of an auditory learner than a visual learner. You know, maybe That's I might right. want to focus more on the words or verbiage and adjust that in the training. So in other words, everyone would have self-customized training just based on how they interact with the platform, which exactly. I would imagine would probably lead to a better trained employee. Absolutely. And we also need to think about like AI driven simulations and virtual reality there, right? That so, you know, workers can really be exposed to those potential hazards mm -hmm. before they happen and be uh, trained on how to deal them in a deal with them in a controlled environment, right? Um, in a not just a controlled environment, but also a risk free mm -hmm. environment uh, that allows them to experience and respond to those dangerous situations mm -hmm. without the real world consequence, right? Um, enhancing their uh, preparedness and their intuition, you know. Um, uh, so, you know, I, I think the, you know, the opportunities for that uh, personalized training, you know, identifying areas where um, individual workers on an individual, in on, on an individual basis, right, uh, mm -hmm. need more practice or uh, more instruction um, can really boost the uh, competency level of the workforce, especially um, in uh, avoiding hazards, right? And then when we look at uh, tracking that progress and growth over time uh, mm -hmm. and adjusting adjusting training schedules based on their progress and based mm -hmm. on the real-time feedback, um, okay. you know, I, I think all of these things uh, comprehensively would make, uh, you know, safety training a lot more effective and engaging. Hmm. Now, this brings me to my, my next question. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm thinking about all these applications of AI, especially for environmental health and safety. But... Can you imagine an AI-driven safety device that might revolutionize our workplace? You know, what would it do and how could it enhance the worker safety in an average manufacturing environment or construction environment? Yeah, I, I think any um, AI-driven safety device mm -hmm. uh, that I imagine would have to be wearable, right? So okay. um, maybe, maybe something like a smart vest um, equipped mm -hmm. with multiple sensors and AI capabilities. Okay, um, yeah. So this device could, uh, maybe, you know, monitor their physical um, state, um, you know, ensure that they're in uh, an effective uh, physical state to be working in in those environmental conditions. Okay. provide signals uh, to, you know, uh, either process owners or process leaders uh, mm -hmm. to adjust those environmental conditions um, as necessary, right? Mm -hmm. um, they could provide feedback on the uh, status of, of the machinery around them, right? Um, so I, I think, you know, m machine um, maintenance definitely ties into safety um, and is also tied into quality, uh, okay. from my experience, you know, so 
um, if it could um, really detect uh, the uh, um, the operational um, uh, environment and and provide feedback on the uh, best times to um, adjust uh, uh, maintenance plans, right? Uh, to improve their environment, uh, reduce fatigue, reduce stress, or any risk of uh, um, heat strokes, or or um, or even provide alerts uh, to supervisors. For new so this is the process for manufacturing the whole, oh, sorry, handling the whole manufacturing process. It, mm -hmm. It's almost like it's alive. It's ever-changing is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, I can make sure that it, it adjusts itself automatically. And I guess we're, we're already doing a lot of this right now with forecasting and all of these data points with Power BI and all these other platforms, right? But you're mm -hmm. saying that AI could potentially do this better than a human, right? It can take oh, it in information faster, can make decisions a little bit more objectively. Mm -hmm. So in doing that, I guess we become a bit more efficient just in how we interpret the information and what lessons we can learn from it, including safety Absolutely. data. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you def definitely hit the mark. You, you know, because when we think about safety, right, uh, especially mm -hmm. when we get into predictive analysis, uh, mm -hmm. a lot of times the way human beings predict um, uh, hazardous, ha hazardous environments right. is based on uh, past history, right? Sure. Um, but in this case, right, you may have uh, circumstances where um, uh, new hazards mm -hmm. uh, are, are created within the environment that have never occurred before, right? That's and true. this is an opportunity for um, uh, AI tools to really engage and identify those new hazards and uh, offer the opportunities to provide uh, any necessary adjustments. You know, um, I think uh, AI tools could be very impactful when it comes to uh, predicting machine uh, uh, machinery failure, um, analyzing vibrations mm -hmm. uh, and, and sounds, you know, sound mm -hmm. influxes. Things that we don't uh, even pay attention to usually. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and that, I mean, you, you bring up a, a good point. Um, the longer we are in an environment, it's like the longer you're in a, a loud environment, the mm -hmm. more your brain starts tuning out the noise and you kind of get used to it, which means that you have to raise the volume even more, right? Exactly. Um, or you pass the same painting on a wall every day. You know, you're going to stop realizing what is there and it's just going to kind of become invisible on the wall. You may not even know when some, someone takes it down, but what a system, you know, artificial intelligence system, I guess there's a bit more reliability in knowing that, hey, this thing is not going to get tired, it's not going to have biases, it's not going to have on blinkers. If it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. It's just going to look at the data points and the information is getting from the environment. So it's, exactly. a, it's a bit more, you know, consistent, it, it sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I'd, I'd agree wholeheartedly. Yep. Got you. Well, here's my final question for you, Noel. Mm -hmm. As AI systems become increasingly present in our workplace, how can mm -hmm. we ensure that they are designed with safety and accident prevention at their core? Yeah, so I, I think the key here, right, is to ensure that like safety is a fundamental consideration from the initial stages mm -hmm. of AI system design, not something okay. that's tacked on as an afterthought, right? So okay. this involves uh, a multidisciplinary approach, uh, combining mm -hmm. AI experts mm -hmm. with safety uh, professionals, and even possibly like psychologists or human factors experts. Right? Okay, HOP, Human yep. Organizational Performance. Exactly, exactly, right? So AI systems should be designed to anticipate uh, human errors and account for them rather than assuming perfect human performance, right? That makes sense. And, 
and they should be transparent in their operation and decision making and really allow humans to understand and predict what the AI will do. You know, you know and when you, you talk about wearing, um, you know, wearables and vests and stuff with sensors, it reminds me of these superhero shows where the superhero has his backup team at the headquarters monitoring him, you know, and maybe he's unconscious and they press a button and it zaps mm -hmm. him in the suit remotely, but says, uh oh, his heartbeat stop or, you know, you're in danger. You know, it, it's sensing things, they're sensing things for him from the suit that he can necessarily sense himself in that present moment. And exactly. That's kind of what it, it, it sounds like, which yeah. to me kind of means that we can probably protect and protect our employees a lot better. Absolutely. You actually, you actually remind me of like Batman and uh, what was his uh, uh, butler again? Do you remember his name? Um, Alfred. Alfred, yeah, that would Alfred stay back. Exactly. Mr. Pennyworth. Exactly. Ooh, Batman be Batman without Mr. Pennyworth. I don't know. Exactly. I can't say that Batman needs Pennyworth more than he needs Robin. But, exactly. you know, somebody might fight me for that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, AI yeah, should be really robust and, and capable of handling any uncertain uh, or unexpected situations without leading to catastrophic failures. You know, so, okay. um, you know, I think testing environments and uh, including various like edges and corner cases that most people wouldn't consider mm -hmm. um, and implementing uh, uh, safe fail mechanisms right um, you know intuitively I think uh, would be very would be very helpful for us hmm. after everything you've told me today the only thing that really stands out to me is throughout all of this safety still kind of comes first yeah and that makes me Absolutely. happy it means i have job security <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but with everything you're telling me <laughs> what i'm hearing is while it might expand different industries and while it might make things easier to do and might make us more productive mm -hmm. with that productivity comes increased hazards comes increased risks for other things that we probably can't even imagine right now Absolutely. and that means that we still have to put safety first throughout all Absolutely. Time. yeah okay. I yeah. agree completely. Okay. Yeah. Noel, I appreciate you coming on today. I really appreciate that, man. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, appreciate folks, it. you heard it here first. This is uh, Noel. He is the founder of, uh, is it Open Pine AI? A kind Mind AI. Pine Mind AI. Okay, yeah. cool. Right? Yeah. They have a uh, daily and weekly meeting um, on Clubhouse. So, you know, for those of you who are on Clubhouse, you might want to look them up if you're trying to get an AI. He also has a book out right and the name of your book again yep that's chat gpt mastery chat gpt mastery okay yeah yeah, yeah send me my copy man oh thank you absolutely thank you. <laughs> you know i'm really grateful for this space and uh what, what you're doing here i think there really needs to be an alignment of worlds you know so awesome just um, okay. an awesome space yeah you've created Great. here okay yeah. well folks stay tuned we'll have our next episode out soon see you later take care